Alright, so this is take two. I thought the uh, first one was garbage, so I'm going to try this again. <coughs> I'm going to try and... Uh, maybe I'll circle back to what I was thinking about talking about in the beginning uh, when I first trashed this. We'll see. Um, I'm driving home right now, so uh, if there's background noise, I apologize, but uh, hopefully it shouldn't be too bad. We'll see. Uh, if you don't know... This is Steven from Riverside, uh, <laughs> channeling my inner uh, Richie from Boston, uh, driving road uh, podcast fear monger. Um, <laughs> so uh, I work at this place and uh, every day there's like something that rolls out. It's basically I just print canvas of different images that people want printed on canvas uh, framed so that they can hang in their house. I've said this before, um, and it's uh, interesting to see what comes out, sort of like my own little canvas reading session of mysticism. (laughs) But uh, because of all this, like, uh, C19 stuff that's been uh, basically going around, I don't know if you've heard of it or not, but uh, they're emphasizing a lot of these nurses. And all these nurses, all I can see is uh, a whole bunch of people twerking and uh, basically letting people die. Which, if you don't know about the ventilators, like the moment you put a a ventilator on somebody, there's like an 80% chance you're going to blow out their lungs and kill them. So, like, realistically, all this stuff is just another way to kill people. But that aside... Uh, some nurse, uh, cause I could use worse names for her. I will later, um, sent in like an order where she wanted like something around 18, 19, 33 images of, uh, of stuff that she had taken just from her phone, like pictures and things. And, uh, a bunch of them were obviously from like either New York or another big city you could tell just the skyline and all that. And you could see it was a lot of, like, shots of ambulances. And then you could see nurses all over wearing uh, masks and stuff. And, and uh, But, like, when we were first uh, getting ready to pull out this section, I see the, uh, the first thing. And it's, like, some sort of a nurse propaganda. You know, how they make it look like it's a graffiti wheat paste art. Um, like uh, Obey style back in the day before everybody figured out that that was controlled opposition trash. Um, and he went all uh, Obama hope. That was stupid. But um, it was that kind of stuff. So I grabbed like the edge of it to start uh, pulling out the next uh, nine feet of uh, images that, that would be out on there. And uh, I tell my buddy who's working with me, I'm like, nurses are whores and I bet you this one is no different and I bet you it's gonna and we could on each uh, piece of canvas it shows like the number total so you um, know how many you're looking for whatever and I'm like I bet uh, all this is just gonna be a bunch of COVID stuff well I was partly right (laughs) because in of all the pictures it was a bunch of stuff basically just her puffing herself up And pictures of, like, the areas she went to because basically uh, being a nurse and traveling to save people 
is just like the new version of um, what's the evangelistic tourism is what I'll go with uh, with with Christianity doing like a basically a evan- evangel tourism. <laughs> Granted. I did get caught up in that in my own respect, so uh, maybe I'll go into that uh, whole story sometime down the road and uh, explain what all happened to me in uh, two years while I was overseas. But uh, sure enough, in the middle of all these pictures was a picture she took at whatever hotel she was at where she was just in her underwear in a mirror. Uh, Basically, you, you get the picture. So it's like, oh, see, I know what I'm talking about. And my buddy, the moment he saw it, he was like, you got, you got your, like, uh, your detector finely tuned. I'm like, I've dealt with so many people. It's, you know, you can, you can basically categorize people into, um, I don't know, let's say 13 different categories of people. But uh, you know, when you when you've met enough people, you get kind of an idea of like, oh, okay, you're this kind of person, so you know how to deal with them accordingly. And uh, I kind of had an unfair advantage because, and I and I know she's never gonna hear this. Uh, one of my stepsisters uh, <laughs> was a nurse, is a nurse. I don't even know at this point, but uh, she definitely fills the trope. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so. Um, that was, uh, that, uh, another interesting story about all the, uh, canvas and stuff looking up is, uh, there was actually a set that I'm having uh, a buddy of mine look into and we're seeing what we can dig up. But, uh, apparently there was some sort of intelligence agent, um, who was all too happy to be seen taking pictures uh, in front of a China jet with a Chinese ambassador of some kind, the president, the vice president, uh, some obvious uh, CIA or government agents, and uh, all that stuff, and get them framed. And uh, there was one picture where he's like leading some sort of armed security guard for, uh, I can only assume, the president. Uh, so we're trying to figure out who this guy is. And uh, it might actually be even more interesting because uh, I don't think uh, who it's getting sent to is the the actual guy in the images, I th- unless uh, the name is entirely different. So the plot is uh, quickly thickening, which is uh, quite interesting for me. So I'm I'm hoping to see the uh, see what happens next uh, if I can figure out who these people are and uh, I don't know maybe I'm probably getting in too deep uh, this this could probably develop into some sort of I mean it's been developed never mind I was gonna say like this could develop into some sort of story where I might write like a fictional spin-off of what ifs and uh, if this were actually exciting and you know I uncovered some sort of secret cabal that was secretly uh, a global network of people who would traffic people and do it yeah okay <laughs> so I don't know um, it's probably just pissed on breadcrumbs which uh, if anybody knows what that term means nice uh, if you don't know what it means pissed on breadcrumbs are basically the term that most of the people that uh, I've 
learned from and grown along with in a lot of ways uh, say when they talk about basically breadcrumbs or uh, clues in the world that are meant to be there you know like all the weird things uh, that can't possibly be explained or just basically anything that'll distract you from what really matters spending time with your family spending time bettering yourself physically and spiritually and finding out something that makes you come alive and doing it that's what you're here to do and I had a a buddy of mine who used to be a singer in an obscure Christian hardcore band that now is a pastor uh, and he does videos (laughs) and I'm only saying this because like it's funny because I could try and pretend like I'm chasing clout or like I'm trying to name drop or anything, but it's like, oh yeah, this guy I know who uh, actually listened to some advice I had on something that he should do, who was a singer in an obscure Christian underground music genre that doesn't even exist anymore. Uh, He took my advice and he was talking about some stuff. Like, no, that's... It's terrible. That's a terrible waste of a name drop, if anything. But he, uh, from his Pentecostal charismatic uh, perspective, was saying his whole take on uh, everything that's been going on. And immediately after, I jumped in onto one of the more popular people that, uh, at least people who would be listening to this might know, uh, Matt from Quantum of Conscience, uh, he did a video, let me see if I can pull it up quick enough to be able to, um, nope, doesn't look like it's in the browse, how about this, oh yeah, the final word on CV, uh, there's only one game, and it's us versus us, or basically something like that. And uh, it's funny because even in my YouTube history, it says uh, there was that one. And then on uh, Rev Talks, the title is Snatched from the Fire and for What is uh, my boy Tommy uh, talking about all the stuff that he was talking about. And uh, after that, listening to yet another uh, video where they were talking about scientific actual studies of miracles happening and, and people being healed where it's like, you know, believe what you want about whether or not those stories are controlled, and if they're in the news, there's probably some sort of deception to a degree about it, but I've seen bones heal, I've seen people um, recover from sicknesses, and, and seen a lot of crazy things that uh, I can only relegate to the supernatural, and even though I don't fully know or understand what's out there, I guess I kind of to some degrees do know that there's things that can't be explained and there's also authority that we have that we can tap into whether you believe it's uh, from one thing or another but basically what I'm getting to is they both talked about how uh, if you stare at this stuff it gets into you and uh, Matt was talking about how you know it's not worth looking at the screen Um, my boy Tommy uh mentioned uh, the Nietzsche quote that everybody talks about, the abyss staring back at you. And uh, 
I thought it was interesting because uh, on top of that, there's like a Lord of the Rings type of idea you can think too, where the moment you put the ring on, you step into a different realm. And you may not be seen by other people, but you are completely exposed by, you know, the worst thing you would want to stay hidden from. <laughs> and uh, the power of the eye or the power of Sauron or all that stuff, like, they influence weaker minds. They can control weaker minds, too. So, I don't know. It's uh, it, it explains a lot when it comes to all of those different things at the end of the day, everybody's theology is pretty much the same in that all you're meant to do here is do what you're meant to do. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yeah, great analogy. I'm going to sell a million books with just that title. It's going to be great. I'm going to be the new motivational speaker, um, which uh, actually that reminds me of uh, the NLP guy who, uh, in Shallow How, mid-hypnotism uh, of Jack Black. Um, there's some crazy shit about him. Uh, NLP, neurolinguistic Patterns. Like, the kid, like, dropped out of high school and uh, learned all the different techniques to basically subliminally program people with your hands and with your tone of voice. So it goes to show, like, it's not conspiracy theory. Like, it's you, you're remapping different people's brains by knowing symbols and words uh, and phrases and even accents that tap into people's subconsciousness. Like, I'm fairly convinced there's something about the British accent that, uh, for whatever reason, can garner authority or different, like, you know, different accents... Uh, Especially when the person is elevated and introduced into a different nation as a foreigner, almost like bringing down information. I have rambled so far. Um, I don't know. But all that to basically say, there's been enough confirmation for me today to be able to know confidently that all we're meant to do here is figure out how to cut all ties with this physical realm and be so engaged in the present and so engaged in appreciating every moment and not waiting for the future for anything, whether it be waiting for them to unlock our <laughs> world uh, or give us our rights back, which is ironic because we're it's rights and we're begging somebody to give them back, but you get it. All of that, we just basically, we we know that it's a shit test. You, you go through life and you measure how much you can take and how much you can learn and grow from it. And if you choose to excel and build under pressure and choose to push back with this stuff and choose to focus only on what matters, which is the day-to-day -day things, the things that are actually real, that you actually see and interact with and not this stuff that you see on TV, then you're going to be fine. That's all you got to do. I think, uh, 
probably going to end up being Amish eventually, uh, or just Orthodox Amish, something like that. I don't know. But like, think about it. The an Amish person wakes up every day, regardless of nuclear threat of nuclear war, or uh, plague on the horizon, asteroid coming to the Earth, flood waters rising, blizzard, tornado incoming military it doesn't matter somebody could come to their door and just be like this is happening you gotta panic and they'll just be like oh okay uh well just look at you go man you're doing great I hope you have a great day you 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 let them know you wake them up you you go get them and you go warn the people you're doing just look at you go I'm gonna be here tomorrow um, so come back tomorrow and let me know how it goes. Like, that's all it is. It's just, you know, tomorrow's just another day. There's not going to be anything crazy. It's just, that's it. And the more we focus on the immediate and less on, you know, oh, we have to, like, yes, obviously plan for the future. I get it. Okay. All that aside. But like the, the less you worry about the future and like, oh, what if this, what if that, you know? At this point, there's been so much reality breakdown that, like, you can't even take a good, educated guess at what's going to happen next. So why bother? Um, I'll probably have to cut it off right there, I think. Because uh, I'm home, obviously. It's quiet. <laughs> so I'm going to go have dinner. Um, I hope everybody who uh, falls or stumbles upon this uh, episode enjoys it. I'll uh, talk to you again soon.